What's up, fellow music nerds? Matrix here, and you are locked into the Matrix Music Review Podcast, the only place to get your fix for country and alternative music, and it is Alternative Week. We got a few albums to talk about, a bunch of singles to get into, and some news stories as well. So if it's your first time here with us on the podcast, how this works is we cover one of our genres each week. So this week it's alternative. Stay with us and next week you'll get your country fix as well. In the meantime, if you want to get caught up on all of the reviews that I've done so far, I've got a couple of country and a couple of alternative podcasts listed. You can get them anywhere you find your podcasts. And I got some Spotify playlists that'll be linked in the description of this episode. Go give them a like and a listen. And give us a follow at Matrix Music Review on Instagram and Twitter. So with that, we're going to jump right into our album reviews. And our first album that we're going to talk about is Thanks But No Thanks from Can't Swim. Can't Swim's fourth album and one of my first experiences with the band. And this was an interesting listening experience, guys. I'm not going to lie. You know, I don't know that I expected to like this album right away because I was kind of thrown off by the vocals. I thought that they sounded a little strained right away, but then I realized after a couple of listens that this is just their sound and what makes them so unique. And I actually really enjoy that there is such a unique sound out there. But this album is one that is extremely heavy. And I don't necessarily mean sonically, guys. This is a heavy album. It talks about a lot of heavy and dark topics. So it's one that I have to caution my listeners to really be ready to listen to an album like this and really be prepared for what you're about to hear. I loved the album. I loved it a lot. And it was one that after I took a couple of listens to, you know, I started picking up on a lot of those heavier topics. You know, you get vivid pictures all throughout this album. And no song personifies that more than Can You Help Me. This is a track that really dives into a situation where somebody has a significant other that is struggling with, it seems like, drug addiction to me. And eventually that person ends up in jail. And they're still trying to visit them all the time and see them through the glass and try and get them a second chance And then at the end of the day, they get a call that that person is no longer with us. And it really kind of just culminates with a line that I love and is probably my favorite lyric on the album. And it's a line that says, dealing with death is hard when it lingers. And that is such a potent lyric and such a striking lyric because I feel like that's something that everybody can understand and everybody can sympathize with a lyric like that when you know maybe you have somebody in your life that is struggling with something and eventually you know it overcomes them and you know that death is going to be very difficult to deal with it's just going to linger for a while because you're going to feel bad that you couldn't help or you couldn't support in some way shape or form and so i really enjoyed that lyric from can't swim i thought it was a important lyric as well so This is an album that, you know, there are several songs that touch on that topic of, you know, death or problems with maybe addiction or whatever it may be. You know, you have it on songs like, I heard they found you face down inside of your living room. You have a song like Eliminate, which touches on the topic of shootings and how high those numbers are. 
And that's really what I love about this genre, this alternative punk, pop punk genre, whatever you want to call it, is that bands aren't afraid to approach those hard topics. Bands aren't afraid to talk about things that are difficult to talk about. Can't Swim really dives right into this topic and they do it really well. You know, they give you those vivid pictures. They give you those lines that really strike a chord with you and make you think about things a little bit more. And, you know, even in a slower song, which is Met You The Day The World Ended, that is more of a perfect punk love song. And I love that track because it just talks about, you know, how everything you ever wanted is in that person. And you can feel yourself when they're in view. You know, sometimes you're struggling, but as soon as you see that one person that you know is going to make you feel better, everything just calms down and you get a sense of calm that comes over you. So I love that you're able to go from heavy topic to a song like Mechie The Day The World Ended and kind of just take a break from that heaviness and just kind of dive into a love story before you go back into the heavier topics. And you know, you hear me saying heavy topics a lot, but Can't Swim is very aware that this is an album that touches on some deeper, darker subject matter. And in the very last track of this album, there's a line in the song that says, do not read the lyrics of this song. And listening through as somebody that does a lot of critiques and looks at a lot of the lyrics, I read that and I kind of had to laugh because I can understand why you would want to say something like that. I mean, the last track's extremely heavy, but all throughout this album, you get those subjects where, you know, if you are not ready or you're not prepared to hear a song like that, it may be a lot for you. And so I have to caution my listeners that, yes, this is an album worth listening to and an album worth checking out, but you need to make sure that you're prepared to hear some of these heavier topics and some of these more difficult topics to approach. So, I think my favorite track on the album is probably Nowhere, Ohio. That's the album opener and one of the first tracks that I was introduced to when I was getting into Can't Swim. So one of the heavier albums that I've listened to this year, one of the better albums I've listened to this year. So definitely worth a listen if you are ready to hear some of those heavier topics. Thanks, but no thanks from Can't Swim. Go give it a listen. The next album up is Tear Me to Pieces from Story of the Year. Story of the Year returns with their first studio album since 2017, and this was awesome. This was a listening experience that I can only describe as pop punk with an edge, if you're not familiar with Story of the Year. You know, you get some of those screams, but you also get that classic pop punk sound in the instrumentals and in the lyrics as well. You know, right away, one of the standout tracks to me was Real Life. And it's basically kind of a love song where you realize that not everything is a fairy tale and that you're going to have to fight in real life to make sure that, you know, arguments don't hold you back or situations don't hold you back. You know, it may be tough. It may be painful. But at the end, that's what real life is. Real life is tough and painful. And you can't be without that one person that you really love and that, you know, may be causing some pain but they are worth it in the end because that's what you want in your real life is you want that person. So I love that track. I love that that was such a standout to me right away. And, you know, my favorite track on this album is Afterglow. And I am going to speculate a little bit here about Afterglow. 
So Afterglow is a great song. And at the end of the first two choruses, when you get to the very last Afterglow, you get a little production twist on the end of the glow piece. You get a, you get almost like a blim or some type of sound like that. So you get a Afterglunk. And that sound to me sounds a lot like Yoshi from the Mario series. It sounds like Yoshi's tongue punch is what I'll call it. Um, So if you're a Mario fan and you know exactly what I'm talking about, you may hear that sound. And my speculation goes even further. I think Story of the Year did that as a tribute to Mario and a tribute to Yoshi. Why do you think that is, you may ask? The reason I think that is because what day was this album released? It was released on March 10th, which is called Mario Day. If you are a nerd like me, you know that it's Mario Day. So what better way to tribute Mario and his legacy than to put a little Yoshi Blim at the end of one of your songs. This song was not released as a single, so you can't say that it was released before that. So a little bit of speculation on my part at Story of the Year was doing a little tribute to Mario, but let me know if y'all listen to this and think that it has that Yoshi Blim sound or if I'm just a little crazy on this one. So Afterglow is one of my favorite tracks on the whole album. And what I loved about this album from Story of the Year is that you kind of get all of those high tempo, heavy hitting songs. And then you almost have like a midpoint with the song 2005, which is like a time capsule song to me where you get these pining for the olden days. You get this pining for what used to be and hoping that you can go back to that time where you didn't really have that much to do and you didn't have as much responsibilities, but you get that midpoint with 2005 and then it kind of transforms into a slower song like Sorry About You. And then at the very end, you get an acoustic song. And I love when bands do that. I love when bands have this high energy all throughout. You know, you have like a mid-tempo song like 2005. You throw some more high-tempo songs in there. You get a slowdown song like Sorry About Me. And then you just hit it at the very end with an acoustic sound. And that provides such a culmination to the listening experience because for me, as I'm listening through to this album, you know, I'm getting all these heavy points and I'm getting so amped up. And then I start to slow down a little bit. And then at the very end, I just get this soothing acoustic song in Use Me. And I love that that's how they came out of the album and how they finished it off. It just really ties everything together and just makes you kind of come down all the way to the end and realize that this was such a fun album to listen to. So I love that from story of the year. I'm really excited because story of the years on tour with yellow card made a parade this year. So I'm really excited that I get a chance to hear them live. Hopefully hear some of these songs and some of their older stuff as well. You know, overall, this album was such a solid entry for alternative music and such a solid entry for story of the year as well. You know, in terms of my feelings on the album, I can definitely see this one in my top 20 at the end of the year when I do my end of the year lists. So really excited for everybody else to go check this one out. Tear Me to Pieces by Story of the Year. Go give it a listen. I think y'all are going to love this album. All right. And the last album that I'm going to talk about is Past, Present, Future by Meet Me at the Altar. Now, this is an all-girl band that kind of came out of nowhere for me. I was... 
aware that they were around, but I wasn't really, I hadn't really heard too much from them, or I didn't remember hearing much from them, at least in terms of singles or anything like that. So when we get this album from Meet Me at the Altar, I turn it on, and the first song that I hear is a song that I know I've heard before. And I'm like, where in the world have I heard this song before? And then I realized it was a song that's been used in a Taco Bell commercial. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever. To have a band with their debut album, the opener of that album being from a commercial that was everywhere in the world. And I'm pretty sure it even had like a Super Bowl spot as well. So that's amazing to hear from that band. And the way I'll describe this band's sound is it's kind of a mixture between Paramore and Against the Current if you want to put them against somebody. I love the vocals and I love the sound and lyrics from the lead singer, Edith. It is incredible. You know, this is the type of band that you can see being around for a while because of how relatable their songs are and how how catchy their songs are as well. You know, I think one of my favorites on this album is TMI. And this is a song that everybody's going to be able to relate to. It's basically self-sabotage at its best because you can't let people know how you're feeling. You can't let people know that you're actually like struggling inside. But at the end, you finally tell the person and you're like, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, eventually I needed to get this off my chest. I'm sorry that you now have to deal with this, but you know, maybe this will make me feel better kind of thing. And just the sound of everything is so gorgeous in all of this. And all throughout this album, you get those relatable, catchy, earwormy type of songs. And you get a song like Same Language. And the best way I can describe Same Language is a wake up dude kind of song where Edith is definitely trying to tell this person, we are no longer going to be together. Like you didn't listen to me before. Why are you going to start listening to me now? And it's all caught by this person that's just not paying attention and just doesn't quite understand what's going on. So I love that you have a song like that. And then, you know, you get a song like a few tomorrows and that song is beautiful. I think that song really belongs in a movie or a musical. It has everything you want from a song like that. And when I first listened to it, I was like, it almost kind of gave me high school musical vibes where I could feel somebody singing that to a significant other, like, don't worry, it's only going to be a few tomorrows and then I'll be back and things like that. So gorgeous, gorgeous track there from Meet Me at the Altar. You know, you get a song like It's Over For Me, which is and a perfect example of the angst that I talk about a lot. You know, if you were with us for our first episode about Paramore, I talked about that where you still get those angsty type lyrics or that angsty sound. You know, it may not be as heavy hitting as the old Paramore with Misery Business or things like that, but you still get that angst and still get that, you know, that punch that you're looking for. And you get that perfectly in a song like It's Over For Me. And, you know... I think you guys can tell by now when I'm excited about an artist or excited about an album, and I am so excited about Meet Me at the Altar. And all of their songs are so damn catchy. And it's especially in a song like It's Over For Me. You know, 
everybody talks about having these songs like that and relating to it. I am in the happiest relationship of my life. It's been for four years now, but a song like It's Over For Me makes me want to be in that situation, makes me want to be in that terrible spot because it's so catchy and it's so relatable, but you know, it it makes you laugh because you're in that in that happy state and you never going to have that problem. But it is such a cool experience because to me, that's what makes bands and songs like this so special is the ability to take somebody like myself, who's in such a happy situation and basically make them want to be in a bad situation. That's, it's incredible that somebody's able to do that. So Clearly my favorite album of the week from Meet Me at the Altar. I think they are headed for big, big things. If you have not heard of them yet, they need to be on your radar. You need to go check this album out. Past, Present, Future by Meet Me at the Altar. Go give it a listen. You will not be disappointed in these girls. They are fantastic. That wraps it up for us for albums this week, but we had a bunch of singles that we listened to so i'm gonna jump right into those with the first one being friends with benefits from Jaden. now Jaden is out on his tour and this is one of the first songs that we've gotten from him since his tell me about tomorrow album release and i'm hoping that this is a direction that Jaden goes in for the second album you know i'm interested to kind of see what growth we get you know tell me about tomorrow was one of my favorite albums the year that it came out and really kind of sparked my interest in alternative pop punk again. And this song, Friends with Benefits, you can kind of feel a growth from Jaden, a little bit more of a maturity. So I'm interested to see if he follows that. I think everybody will like this track, Friends with Benefits by Jaden. Go give it a listen. Next song is No Chill by Friend Circle. This band came out of nowhere for me. I had no idea who they were, but now that I know about them, I need everybody to go check them out. This is such a cool song, and I really don't have much to say about it other than go check them out. Friend Circle, give them a listen. Y'all will love this. Next track is Better Days by Makeout. This is another one of those time capsule songs, and it basically gives you that visualization of all the things that you had in the better days, you know, or all the things that you want to get back. And I think that's something everybody can agree on. You know, we had those days back in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, where, you know, we didn't have any responsibilities. We didn't have anything to worry about. And, you know, we kind of just wish we could go back to better days and love that from make out here. Go give it a listen. Better days from make out. Next track is cover your tracks from throw the fight. This is a new band on my radar. I don't have much to say about this. I'm going to do a little bit of a deeper dive into some of their other stuff. But if you are fans of Bring Me the Horizon, I think you like this sound. So go give it a listen. Cover your tracks from Throw the Fight. Next up, we got Certified Depressant from Taylor Acorn. This is one of my favorites of the week. Taylor is very quickly becoming one of my favorite artists after her most recent releases. And I'm starting to get antsy. I need an album from Taylor really bad because I'm loving everything that she's putting out so far. So Certified Depressant from Taylor Acorn. Go give it a listen. Loving what this girl's doing. Go check it out. Next song is Know It All from Midtown. This is a song that as a person that does music 
critique or music review, I feel like was aimed directly at me because this is a song that's basically talking about someone that really is into all like the college bands and all of the unsigned bands. And then as soon as they're signed, they claim that they sold out or they claim that, you know, they're not as good as they were before they got signed. And that is definitely a thing that I've heard before. I think that that's something that a lot of people do say about different bands. You know, they call them sellouts or whatever once they get signed to a major record label or something like that. And I know that that's very, very present in the country field. You know, we get guys that come out of either like the Texas or Appalachia scene where, you know, they have such a cool sound. But as soon as they get signed to a major label, everybody's saying that they sold out and that their sound's not the same. But really cool song here from Midtown. Know it all. Go give it a listen. Next up, we have Scenery by Bearings. This is another band that I want to go back into their catalog a little bit. I love the sound of this song, and I'm really excited to hear more from them and excited to hopefully have this as like a lead single from an album maybe later this year. But love the sound of it. Scenery by Bearings. Go give it a listen. Next up is Girls Don't Come With Instructions from Voila. This is such a truthful song, and I loved all of the visuals from it as well. You know, you get a line that says, I can see you as a soccer mom, but first let's go do prom. And that really is such a, it's such a weird line because I think that's something that, you know, maybe you can look back into your high school days and say, you know, you thought that that person that you went to prom with could be your wife or could be your significant other for years to come. And you can already see them in the van with the soccer mom stuff. But eventually this song is basically talking about how the guy's just trying to be what the girl needs or what the girl wants, and he may have to change some things about him. So love this from Voila, Girls Don't Come With Instructions. Go give it a listen. Next up is Under the Influencer from the Somerset. I loved this song. This song was such a cool twist on that phrase of under the influence and saying under the influencer and to me it's basically why you don't fall in love with an influencer because you know it seems tough to be in love with someone like that because they may be so focused on their image or focused on finding someone famous that they can go home with and just ending up settling for someone that they consider to be a normal person so i love this song from the summer set because you know just the lead up to the chorus too is such a different thing that you never hear you know i introduced you to my parents and now i just want to call my mom but instead i wrote the song and it's it's such a cool little you know back and forth that you get from the summer set here i'm really excited to hear if this is a lead single as well so under the influencer from the summer set go give it a listen the final song I listened to is Shh, Golf Is On from Hot Mulligan. Only thing I have to say about this track is it's the lead single from their newly announced album that's due out in May. I'm really excited to get a new album from Hot Mulligan, and this first track is awesome. Go give it a listen. Shh, Golf Is On by Hot Mulligan. Check it out. That wraps it up for singles this week, and I just have two things that I want to point out in the news. The first thing is, if you are a fan of Archetypes Collide like myself, 
they have been promoting a PS5 giveaway on their Instagram page and also on their Twitter page. So if you want to enter for a chance to get a personalized Archetypes Collide PS5, go over to their social, give them a follow, and go to that tweet or that picture and enter yourself to get a chance to win that new PS5. And then the second piece of news that we need to talk about is earlier this week, we got a post from Magnolia Park that they will no longer have Jared with them. He was their bassist and that they split over creative differences. I am not going to speculate as to what's going on there. I know that Jared's been tweeting out that he's still interested in doing music, potentially solo or with another band. So just want to put that on everybody's radar, especially with Magnolia Park out on tour right now. If you don't see Jared, that is why that they have split up due to creative differences. That just about wraps it up for us here on the Matrix Music Review Podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed. I hope everybody goes and gives all of those new albums and singles listens. I think they are all well worth it. In the meantime, go give us a follow on Spotify at Matrix Music Review. Go give all of our playlists on Spotify a like. They'll be linked in the description of this episode. Follow us on all the social medias, Instagram and Twitter at Matrix Music Review. And until next time, as we always do, we have a band that plays us out or we have an artist that plays us out thanks to the Anchor platform. Again, I apologize. This is only for my Spotify listeners. But this week, I think we're going to give it to Meet Me at the Altar and let them play us out with their song, TMI.